1: I Need You by George Harrison. <laughs> this is George with his first not-too-shabby tune. He uses the guitar pedal again like he did, and yes, it is. And then never again, I think, at least not in this way. He's gay better at songwriting. Well he only prove him here. I'm rooting for him.
0: I I feel like this, this uh, George guy, is uh, he's going places. Uh, I think we better watch out for him.
1: Watch out oh, for uh, the shy one. It's always the shy ones. So I the think ones.
0: it's always, the, I mean, he was the quiet Beetle. He was the moody Beatle. Uh, I think this is his first classic song.
1: Well, that's, well, we'll see about that. Yeah. I do like the song. I don't know if it's a, it's a classic. <clears throat> George presented, I Need You, along with You Like Me Too Much, which we talked about already, for consideration for help. Before this, he struggled to complete a song since the band recorded his first composition, Don't Bother Me. Back in 63. Um, George's creativity, according to biographer Gary Tillery, was most likely inspired by his habitual marijuana use. A legacy of the Beatles' first meeting with Bob Dylan. There's Dylan again. In August 1964.
0: Anytime anyone tries marijuana, they are automatically in their Dylan Dylan period. (laughs) That's true.
1: I'm amazed it makes anybody more motivated to do anything but that's the beatles for you they're special harrison wrote i need you about his girlfriend patty boyd whom he met while they were Beatles were filming a hard day's night their relationship provided george with a sense of calm amid the frenzy of Beatle media for patty however the jealousy of the band's fans was confronting the song's lyrics address the time when she left george Shortly before recording the songs, George practiced, I deed you, and you luck me too much, with John at the latter's house in Weybridge. They worked together into the early hours of the day of Ringo's wedding to Maureen Cox, which took place on February 11, 1965. Okay. Uh, you you got to do it at some point.
0: Well, it's like John, sorry, it, it's like Paul writing that song Underneath the Boat on vacation.
1: That's right. You know getting away from his mates and his lady friend to record a song about how one day they won't be together that's that's a classic of course yes the lineup was unusual documented by George Martin in his detailed session notes George played a George Harrison played a Spanish guitar Paul was on the usual Hofner bass but Ringo created a percussive rhythm on the back of a Gibson jumbo acoustic guitar John played the snare drum on beats 2 and 4 throughout the song. Hmm.
0: John, the best drummer in the Beatles.
1: I thought it was Paul. George used his Rickenbacker 12 string played using a volume foot pedal. The effect was used again for yes, it is during the same recording session there. They are doing the same sound effects and instruments in the same recording session again, but this is George saying this. I could ever coordinate the volume foot pedal. So, some of those, what we do is I play the part, and John would kneel down in front of me and turn my guitar's volume control. Nice. That's those those studio tricks.
0: (laughs) The magic. The magic.
1: Other than "I Need You," all the songs in help were Lennon-McCartney compositions. So, at the, as the end credits stated this on screen, a voiceover from George repeatedly said, "I Need You" by George Harrison, increasing in volume each time. In Willie Russell's 1974 play based on The Beatles' history, John, Paul, George, Ringo, and Bert, <laughs> "I Need You" was sung by Brian Epstein's character. In response to the group's decision to retire from touring in 1966,
0: Bert is definitely not the fifth member of the Beatles.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's George George Martin. Everyone knows that. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers performed "I Need You" in tribute to George at the concert for George in November 2002. It was played more like the Birds than anything.
0: It's a great cover. It is. It's it's even it's it's a sadder song with them doing it too. I don't know if it's just because of the occasion, but Hmm. I got more of a melancholy vibe from Tom Petty. Oddly enough.
1: Hmm. Steve Perry, formerly of journey, of course, he covered, I need you on his 2018 album traces. Perry said that the Beatles would record a bossa Nova like version, but had not done justice to the song, which deserved to be a quote, bigger sort of R and B pocket thing. He recalled he sought approval from Olivia Harrison, George's widow, before releasing his interpretation and was relieved when she told him George would have loved this version. To me, it sounds like open arms by Journey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A noted Journey fan. Mm. I have also covered the song a few times, but you will not find that on Wikipedia.
1: Come on. (laughs) Come on, Wikipedia. Get with it. Love Counts 1. I need you, I need you, love, need you, need you, you. Josie scale. Ah, you know, I like it. I don't love it, Josie for me.
0: That's fair. I think I would say this is song on help. Wow, I know that is so that is saying a lot. That is saying a lot. So with that, I am going to give this a, yeah, I think this is an underrated uh, George classic. Wish it got more attention. And uh, there you go.
1: Wow. Okay. Uh, do you want to elaborate on that? Like, why do you like it so much? Or you don't, you can't explain it? Um. Let's
0: see. I guess I can't explain it. I don't know. I just, I've just always loved this song when I was, when I was digging into help a little bit more. um, uh, When I like actually like really into this album after like not listening to it for, you know, probably since I saw the movie and this was several years ago, for some reason, I just kept going back to the song. There's just something about it. um, I, I don't know if it's maybe like the plaintive way of his singing. Yeah. Or, or what, but something about it just always, always drew me in. And it, it's such a simple, it's just a simple song with, I don't know, in a way, I guess, simple, simple wants and desires that, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I've always loved, I've always loved George, uh, George songs. And uh, as I said earlier, I think this is his first great one. And it's, a, it's hard to write simple and uh, I think he does it very, very, very well here. Okay. I still think it's... <laughs> That's fine. I'm not trying to say this to convince no, 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 you no, otherwise. I know, no, no. I know. I know. I asked
1: you. <laughs> In,
0: I think it's, you know, I've been talking to someone who's been listening to this podcast and I, I've asked, like, have you really disagreed with our ratings at all? And he's like, actually, I have a lot because none of these songs are as good as... Yeah. <laughs> 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 because i'm not a fan of the early beatles mm. um so and so and i'm not going to you know i've had this opinion that like when it comes to the red and blue compilation that i think red is because i think the hits are better and that's it's a hits compilation right i don't know i think help is probably like their best early album in my opinion, and early, that my this is kind of my demarcation point in the catalog. I think, All right for for this me, is
1: the, the latest early. I mean, this is sort of middle period. Yeah, help Rubber Soul, Revolver, and then Sergeant Pepper starts.
0: I guess that's the thing you could argue is what where, where where's the middle middle point? Is it Rubber Soul or is it Help?
1: Well, this is their fifth album already, so.
0: Like uh, where where do you demarcate the like early, later? The th-
1: yeah, because they it's, it's a gradual thing. Because
0: everything after like it's from Revolver on for sure, but it's like whether you want to put um, I guess Rubber Soul into it.
1: I think Rubber Soul's in the middle, but you're you're saying whether it's earlier or later? Uh, I
0: guess you can say you could you could say probably that Rubber Soul is the firmly one in the middle, and everything else is. Yeah, someone the, that like puts the aside. like that's the true center to fulcrum correct I, I will go with you on that 100 percent. the beatles are a pretty nice band talk about them day after day but we also love the a lot so are these songs better than your love the beatles are a pretty nice band someday we'll judge if they're fine oh yeah someday we'll judge if they're fine